Hello. Hello. Hi, Camilo. How are you? I'm good. Okay. Good morning, Dr. Steve. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, welcome to the program. Well, uh, thanks to you for the invitation. Hey, no problem. So, uh, I'll start off by first uh, introducing what what uh, about uh, what this is all about uh, for our listeners. Um, so, um, I have with me, uh, I'm honored to have uh, Mr. Camilo Kupetri, who is the head of the research project, Social Innovation Applied to Cancer Care at the National Cancer Council, Malaysia, or locally or better known as MAKNA. <coughs> Welcome to the program again, Camilo. Thank you very much. So, most times I begin by sharing with our listeners what my special guests do. And so, let me begin by explaining what you do, uh, oh. currently at least. <clears throat> uh, I'm, I understand that you're actually uh, doing a master's thesis in social entrepreneurship and management in Denmark, uh, based on a research conducted for more than two years in Malaysia about the social innovation strategies implemented in the field of cancer prevention and cancer care. Uh, which is taking into reference the case study from the National Cancer Council Malaysia Magna. Am I correct? Yes, that's ah, it. Ah, excellent. <clears throat> so, uh, reason why I'm actually uh, bringing you on board because of your expertise, but also of your experience and knowledge and your general overview from a global perspective. Uh, as I understand, you you, you come from <clears throat> South America, but you've got extensive experience working in Southeast Asia. Uh, so I like to dab uh, onto the issue uh, uh, with regard to management and, and boards of nonprofits and how one actually handles evidence and perception when it's presented for a decision, at least in decision making. <clears throat> so on that matter, uh, so my first question to you is: uh, What is uh, actually the evidence or perception in the context of a nonprofit organization? Organization when I'm talking about uh, management and board's decision-making. Perhaps you can uh, share some examples. Okay, like, I think uh, both of them, like evidence and perception in the world of non-profit are related to one concept that is very important to for non-profit organizations, that is legitimacy. So the way evidence and perception, and in this, and in this case, facts and narratives, interplay in the world of non-profit organization has direct relationship about the legitimacy of the non-profit organization to enact its causes, to do their job, to mobilize, mobilize resources for the good of people and the good of the world. So going to some examples like about what is evidence and what perception. At the general level, one of the most common, one, yeah, like one of the most spread uh, perceptions in the world of non-profit and that affects the world of non-profits is the perception that non-profit organizations tend to be less efficient, administratively talking, than uh, private companies. That's a perception that has, like, uh, yeah, like that has been spread say, since long ago uh, in the business world and in the, yeah, like in the, in the general public, but. When you go to the when you go to the facts and you analyze numbers, you find that there are no substantial difference between the performance of non-profit organizations and the performance of private companies. However, there is a narrative interplaying inter, interplaying there, like talking like assuming that non-profit organizations are less efficient. So that should be confronted by facts. 
and and why that should be confronted by FAST? Because it affects it affects the legitimacy of the nonprofit, the legitimacy in order to recruit talent. Like so many times, the best talent does don't come to nonprofit organizations, or yeah, like they desist of coming from nonprofit organizations because of that kind of perceptions. So, using in this case for nonprofit organizations, using the like adequate means in order to show the facts and say, hey, nonprofit organizations could be as competitive as a, a private or, uh, private companies. Uh, is, 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 is a necessity and is a, is a fact of legitimacy and a fact of survival for non-profit organizations. Okay. So that, that's a very interesting point you just raised about the fact that uh, inefficiency of a non-profit is actually a perception and it can actually have a tremendous impact <coughs> to the non-profit from, even from a recruitment perspective. Um, so can I actually say that perception is <coughs> really in Today's now jargon which people use is really fake news uh, because people actually don't get the actual story. And how much is this happening in the non-profit sector? I mean, is there a lot of this going around? Yes, in the non-profit sector, it is a lot, especially because when you talk about uh, most of the organizations in the non-profit sector, they are on issues that have a lot of interest, economic and political interest, interest interplaying there. And usually, many non-profit organizations are enacting like causes that affect established interests, established political, established economic, uh, economic interests, business interests. And it's a very common thing that these interests react by creating certain narratives that affect the non-profit organization. That, that, that undermine the legitimacy of the non-profit organization. So there, there is a lot in the environmental field. Uh, for instance, when we see organizations working in the environmental field uh, regarding, uh, like, yeah, like, let's say the effects of mining or things like fracking, like the, the exploitation of, of, of oil, you see a lot of uh, privately funded and privately motivated narratives that try to undermine uh, non-profit organizations, saying that they are less efficient, they are saying that they're questioning the data they use, they say that they are politically motivated, there is a lot of uh, fake there is a lot of fake news coming from there, and perceptions that are not grounded in reality. Just they they just like are more PR public relations efforts in order to to undermine the legitimacy of non-profit organizations. In the field of uh, healthcare and cancer, it happens too. We see at a local level how because of different because of different motives, like there are different actors that try to undermine even not only non-profit organizations but the the science itself that backs the work of healthcare and cancer in non-profit organizations to question the validity of the data that we use to the, and that we support in which we support our arguments to say hey there are certain habits that uh, like yeah increase your risk the, the risk of the population of getting certain kind of cancer and they question that like the case of the tobacco industry and the and the, and the cancer community is like one big case of a study about how like the how, how how like yeah like the tobacco industry try to undermine the legitimacy through fake news 
stroke, like a lot of data that is, that this doesn't have a proper scientific grounding, and they put it at the same level that the research about, about cancer that has like about 100 years of history and that has been totally grounded in data. So yeah, we see a lot of fake news every day. This is quite a serious matter, particularly when uh, non-profits are trying to push forward uh, evidence uh, and also good good research. On on that basis, uh, I realize that evidence-based decisions, at least in the non-profit uh, sector, uh, particularly in the small organizations, is always a challenge. Um, mm-hmm. I, and I put it down to perhaps not having enough resources to, uh, meaning the people, or the expertise to verify or research the issue at hand uh, prior to making those decisions. And therefore, they generally move towards accepting <coughs> mainstream social media news as a primary source of information. Am I correct to make that comment? Uh, what would you say? I think there are two scenarios there. There is one scenario about that this, uh, like, uh, Political and economic factors, they not only inter, like, they don't have only influence from the outside of non-profit organizations, but there are some scenarios when these factors are to play from the inside of non-profit organizations. I mean, persons wanting to, like, championing certain causes for economic or political reasons within non-profit organizations. So that's, that's, that's one thing, and there, having an structured board and uh, they're having proper governance bodies and proper proper governance mechanisms is essential for a non-profit organization to like manage that kind of situation and to avoid the organization being influenced by particular narratives and particular interests. The second one is the one you, you were talking about when the organization lacks the uh, resources to access like the, the the proper the, the proper information the proper the proper data in that case uh, it, there is when it comes the importance of collaboration among non-profit organizations small non-profit organizations have the way they can obtain the resources and obtain the information they need in order to base their work in substantial data is collaborating from them and complementing their capacity and looking for partnerships that could provide them that the, the kind of information or the kind of resources. Because one of the things, coming back to the issue of legitimacy, that determines that the legitimacy uh, of a non-profit organization and its capacity to fight fake news, its capacity to fight interests and narratives are its consistency in their arguments. If their decisions, if their programs, if their uh, uh, cause and the, the, their messages are based in certain is are based in solid data and solid information like they it's easier to defend the legitimacy of the of of your work and it's easy to def, to defend the legitimacy of the organization itself so in that case if you are a, if, if you are a small non-profit the way is looking for partnerships looking for collaborations that could help you with the with all those resources and the information you don't have or you don't have the capacity to 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 get into very insightful, uh, Camilo. Thank you very much. And should people want to contact your organization or contact you particularly, how should they go about it? Uh, all the information uh, about Magna is in our webpage, uh, magna.org.my. Like there is the information either in uh, in, in Bahasa Malaysia and in English, so they can uh, they they can track their contact uh, contact us.
and we we try to respond as fast as possible. Excellent. So thank you once again, uh, Camilo, for sharing your journey and also the and also your insight into this uh, very interesting topic. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you very much for you for the invitation, Dr. Steve. So this is Dr. Surimonda signing off with a message to our listeners to share this audio interview with others who would benefit from this foreknowledge. You can check us out on www.ipersinternational.com.